Hey everybody, it is your favorite mom, I hope, Angel L. Um, I am so happy to be before y'all. I am so blessed and so honored that whoever has decided to tune in tonight to the podcast is listening, is feeling me that much that they will come back on and here's something else that I have to say. So I'm happy to have you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. If you've never been here before, I am a single mom from Brooklyn, still trying to co-parent. Um, I am not a single mom in terms of not having my child's father at all. Um, he is, you know, part of my child's life, but I am still biblically or you know real life a single mom however you want to break that down um so yeah that's my story if this is your first time um and this is a place to laugh to love to cry to express your thoughts and to just be free as a mom right so again happy to have you um thank you for uh coming on tonight again So tonight's topic is very, very, very intricate. Um, To be very transparent, I found, I was looking for ideas, you know, because I feel like I just realized the other day that I've had the podcast for three years and I have discussed so many things, dating, you know, the the co-parent spouse, kids, you know, going back to school. And I said, wow, what can I talk about? I really want to start tapping into things that are conversation pieces for all of us. Um, And I was searching and of course praying and I do, you know, meditate. And, you know, I looked on someone's Instagram post and I saw something about, you know, parenting, co-parenting while in the same household or choosing, making the choice to still cohabitate while co-parenting. I'm just going to drop that right there because I feel like, you know, I don't want to take away anyone's rights as women. I don't want to make you guys feel like I'm trying to veer you towards the ancient days when, (laughs) you know, your only purpose was to be in the home and take care of your children. So therefore, if you break up with somebody, you got to remain in that home and form a family. However, what about the people that really, really feel like this is necessary for their children um, and this is something that they want to do? Are they wrong? So again, tonight's topic is co-parenting and still cohabitating. Um, it's so funny. I was having a discussion, you know, with a friend and we were just kind of like breaking this whole thing down. I say for about 10 minutes, you know, what would be the reasons that you would do something like that, right? Cohabitate. Well, in some scenarios, it might just be that maybe you were already living with your child's father or you guys were married and, you know, it would be a hardship on that person if they moved out after you guys separated because either they would be homeless or, you know, they, they have not made plans yet to move to another apartment. And so, they would be still living with you while you guys are separated and co-parenting. Obviously, that's a difficult situation to deal with as well, because not being with someone and being under the same threshold and trying to navigate breakups with children could be difficult. But what if you've already navigated the breakup and you just come to the conclusion that for your kids, 
living under the same roof would be good for the kids. So here are the advantages that I thought of. And I don't know what you feel. Some of you might be like, is she crazy? Like, what is she talking about? (laughs) Well, some of the advantages might be sharing bills still, not having to navigate single parenthood alone, uh, possibly having an in-house sitter, uh, knowing that you have someone there that can assist you with childcare duties on a regular basis. Um, the kids may feel like having the family environment of both parents being together emotionally, that might make them thrive. That might make them feel good. Like, you know, my parents came together to be with one another, you know, under one household, even if they're not together, they still can become, be amicable. They still can become friends. Um, what if it's a situation where you guys had bought a home together and, you know, you break up after you bought the home. However, um, the home now is now the home that is kind of like the stability for the child. And so you don't want to break up what they already know is their stability. So that could be some of the advantages um, to keeping that kind of scenario going or wanting to make that scenario work for yourself. The disadvantages, I think one of the biggest ones would be navigating, number one, how you live in a home with someone that you've broken up with. And even if you're amicable, do you want to live with your ex? Do you want to live with the other co-parent? Do you want to be in their space or do you want to co-parent from afar? Like who's, you know, is that comfortable for you? Um, The second biggest thing I believe is how to navigate that around moving on with your life. If you do something like that, um, you know, how do you explain that to outside people who may be coming into the scenario wanting to date you, you know, wanting to make a life with you outside of, you know, that co-parent, how would they be able to navigate that? Would they be able to be under the same roof with you and your co-parent? I thought about it for a while and I, I said to myself, I think it could work if all the parties were completely transparent and honest with each other you know, your, your significant other could come to the house. You guys can all go out as a family. But then I was like, is this veering towards a polyamorous relationship without the sex? Um, but at the same time, I was just like, you know, that's (laughs) crazy. But like, yeah, how would that person in essence feel about, you know, you still living with someone that you used to be in love with, or you had a child with and still a connection, is there a part of them that's going to forever feel that you're still in love with this person? Or if you guys are okay to be within one household, are you going to be okay to get back together one day? You know, because I mean, I think most significant others want to believe or, or know that, You know, there's no chance, even if you have a child with someone, that there's no chance that you would get back with them. You know, 
And how do they trust that you wouldn't? You know, what would you have to build upon? Um, And like I said, originally why I thought about this is a post that I saw of people saying that this had become popular um, around different states around the U.S. People are finding it more convenient to be under one household. Um, I feel like a lot of things happened during the pandemic where, you know, a lot of people lost their jobs. Um, you know, a lot of the responsibilities and a lot of the support systems that single parents had were kind of evaporated. And so your intimate family, or if you had a co-parent that you were amicable with, they became closer than ever. You know, um, I know for me, for a little while, my circle consisted of my daughter, the co-parent, you know, my child's dad, you know, um, and that was it. You know what I mean? Because I wasn't seeing my family. I wasn't involving babysitters into the equation. So it was, it was, it was just us. And, you know, that's the bubble that I was included in. So, you know, I would, I would find that, you know, a lot of people would be considering those things. I know for me, um, growing up, um, you know, just to give you guys a backstory, I had two homes, you know, I grew up with my mom and my dad also was living with, you know, another woman. And I went um, in between two households to visit. And there were times where I was, you know, with my dad living in this other household for three months on end. And, you know, a lot of people and at the time, I don't remember assessing and thinking about, wow, what does my mom feel or, you know, what what's going on? Why am I, you know, with this woman? And and then on another day, I'm with my mom. I think I was just happy that I had this big family and community to foster, you know, me being the person that I am today. And I think it didn't hit me until I was in my 30s that, hey, wait a minute, there was like some real crazy relationship love stuff going on here you just weren't included in it because you're a child and everybody just loved on you but in essence it wasn't normal so you know how normal would it be um for parents to decide to cohabitate you know it's it's really um an interesting topic and I don't know I don't know I've tried to look at myself and, and ask myself damn could I do it? I don't know. I think one, the person would have to be respective, respectable. They would have to respect me. We would have to get along personality wise. And I would have to know um, that this is happening for a period of time and it's not endless. Um, it would be for, hey, we're going to do that for the first two years to kind of like, you know, navigate our family structure. And then eventually you'll get your own place. Maybe you live in the same area, whatever. Um, But I don't know. I can't see that I could achieve that forever. Um, But it would definitely be an interesting dynamic, I find. And I'm sure there are people who are probably listening to this episode going, what is Linda going through? Why is she even doing this topic? Is she even thinking about this? No, I mean, I think that I've been doing, you know, these podcast episodes for so long. I mean, it's I think it's amazing to be able to talk about topics that, you know, we wouldn't 
care to talk about. I mean, I've had some conversation with friends where, you know, they've said that they would consider either buying a home um, with their, you know, co-parents, you know, for the betterment of their children or their grandchildren, however have you. Um, and again, I feel like it's in it's individuals and what they decide to do and what type of dynamic they have. Because like if you can't get along with someone, period, how are you going to get along in a home? And And by the way, guys, I would not advise this for anyone being abused. Let's just get that out of the way. Like if you are not, like I said from the beginning, in a respectable dynamic with your co-parent, I would not even think about setting up any kind of setting like this because this would just be, this wouldn't be for the betterment of the children at all. Actually, it would be a toxic environment. Um, But I think if you guys were friends, you know them, you know that they're a respectable person, you know that they're going to pull their own weight, you know that this would assist you in the long run. I don't know. I don't think that I'm 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 that opposed. Um but you know everybody has their own free will. Some people might feel like no, I don't think a man or a woman is going to be able to accept that I live with my co-parent and still be able to love me and and I still be able to have a thriving dating life, you know? Um and maybe you may not and maybe Some people might want to make sacrifices for their children. I don't know. You know, like I said from the beginning, I think it's an individual decision. But I think anything you do for your children, um, anything that can mirror togetherness and family, whether if it's not even under the same roof. Um, From the beginning, when I started these podcasts, I've always been an advocate of keeping in some way the family together. Whatever you need to do, setting aside your desires compromising a lot (laughs) because in order for us to have blended families and have these great family settings, we are going to have to make some compromises. Um, We're going to have to get to know the people that we're raising kids with to, to know where we need to compromise um, and have understanding for who they are, you know? And so I thank you. Um, As promised, I don't go past 15 minutes because I know who I'm working with. I'm working with moms. (laughs) Thank you for listening in. If you have any comments, anything, um, please feel free to comment under the podcast on my Instagram page, The Mom's Heart's Desire to Heal. My name is Angel L. I love you guys. Have a wonderful week. Have a wonderful month of May. My next podcast episode will be dropping at the end of May. Um, And um, I look forward to hearing from you guys. I look forward to interacting with you on Instagram as much as possible. Please, 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 please interact with me. Um, I am also doing a 100 crunches challenge, which starts today. I did my 100 crunches tonight um, and it ends June 1st. And um, you can DM me your final pictures and that person will get a $50 gift card. So please participate in that challenge. I love you guys. Have a great week. Bye.